Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Shaboy Don Q, I just jumped off the porch. But I've been on the porch for real. <laughs> Too much Chanel to say that. Your hair and your nails, I pay that. I love how you come with your own. But if you want to get smooth, then say that. All right, so we got the one and only Don What's Q. What's up, man? We Jumping off the porch, man. I've been off the porch, man. It's time to sit there and have a conversation. What's up? <laughs> nah, that's what's good, man. I appreciate you coming by, man. It's all love, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Been a big fan of your music for a minute, too. So appreciate it, appreciate it's an honor to have you here, man. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? You know, I'll just be out here just working, moving around, fucking with the clubs and just the vibe. You know, ACL is always a vibe. Come out oh, here, yeah. just a vibe. And I, I got family that stay out here too, so mm. I come check them and shit and then do my thing. Okay. Mm. So how do you like the vibes here compared to back at home up top then, man? It's like, I like it, but sometimes it's just too much for me. Like, I can't party all fucking night <laughs> to six, seven in the morning every night. I can't do it. Like. Once six o'clock come, I'm ready. It's over. Like, <laughs> Shit, I can't even make it to six these days, man. I could do, I could do four or five. Yeah. After that, it's like, all right, what's we'll, we'll, like, we'll survival? Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you get like, to them like after pow- after cool. party hours, it's like, man, what is we doing, yeah, man? Like, I start getting tired. I ain't even horny no more. Like when the sun come <laughs> up, I don't even want to fuck no more. Like it's over. I'm ready to go to sleep. Nah, I feel so, that, uh, man. And you just recently celebrated your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so how'd you celebrate this year? Did you do anything big, or is it just getting to the point now where it's like... I'm just just moving, like, I ain't even really do too much. I'm just working. I was really in the, I was in the studio on my birthday. Like, yeah. I just treated, I treated it like a regular day this year. Yeah. Like, this is probably the first time I really didn't really didn't do too much. I just went regular shit, went to the studio, club, regular. I ain't really do too much. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Especially if music is your passion, man. It's like, yeah, it's like why not? Yeah. Why not do what you love to do, whether it's your birthday or you're not your birthday, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, man. So let's take it back to High Bridge, though. So uh, I had Trap Manny up here. He mm-hmm. kind of talked about High Bridge a little bit. But, uh, you know, just kind of talk about the culture up there, man. What goes on? And is it different from, like, any other hood up there in the Bronx? All hoods is, you know, they say all hoods is the same. But, you know, everybody got certain things, your lingo, your, the way everybody moves, shit like that. Like, 
we 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 in the, we from the Bronx, but we were kind of like different, like the part of because we like a big neighborhood. Everywhere in the Bronx, it's kind of hard to explain. Like Bronx, like it go by blocks. Like we from this block, from this block. When we say Highbridge, it's like a whole community. Okay. So that's what makes it separate from different parts of the Bronx, just being from a, a projects or a building right here that's on this block. Like we say, we don't say. I can say I'm from 165 in, in Nelson, but I say I'm from Harvard. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Like, so, it was it was fun, bro. Growing up in there, it was fun. Yeah. A lot of shit going on. Was a lot of unity up there? Like, if you from Highbridge, you gonna fuck with everyone else from Highbridge, or was it kind of segregated, like, depending on which area you're from? The crazy part is the generation, not my generation, like, the older guys, it was more separated. They ain't really, everybody didn't, they, they treated it like other the other Bronx blocks. You from this block, you from this block. It's Highbridge, but wherever you live, that's where you fuck with. You ain't really. I think my generation, like prior generation, right before me, couple, they bridged the gap, kind of. Like we all just came together. Cause this is a big neighborhood, so like, yeah, everybody just fuck with each other. Nah, it's just love. been like that ever since. Okay, so when would you say you jumped off the porch, man? Or if you guys didn't have a porch, jump off the stoop or whatever yeah, we it was. We didn't really have there. a porch. We in the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the kid, you outside, 10, 10 years old, 11 years old. You don't really, you don't really know what's going on until you probably, what, 13, 14, mm. 12, maybe some, some, get, come, some kids, maybe 12. Yeah. They really get off the porch early, around, around 12, like start hustling and shit. I didn't really know what was going on until I was about 14. Mm. Start really seeing certain shit. You know, I was, I was going to church. My mom was having me going to church and shit, my parents. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. So did you? Would you say you had pretty much good guidance growing up then? Or? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really catch an interest. I didn't really catch a big interest into the church thing. I, I don't know why. Like I don't know. It just I never had an explanation why I'm, I'm going to church. That's always always like not. I fight with my mom, but argue with my mom like I don't feel like going to church. Like mm -hmm. they wake, they make me go to church. It's like why I'm going instead of them not trying to blame them like they did something wrong, but. I think they, the thing they did wrong was not explaining me why I'm going to church. It just was, when I say why, it's like, cause I said so, I'm your mother, you gotta go. That's not a, that's not like a, a good answer to tell like, you gotta, you gotta explain like, we going here because, even if you gotta make something up, like yo, if you don't go to church, you're gonna die, go to hell. Like same shit that's gonna have me scared, like I'm going to church. Like you can't just say, cause I said so. So it's cause it's gonna make me think like, all right, so once I'm old enough to not, I don't have to listen to you no more, I'm not going. <laughs> like yeah. I used to always say that, yo. Once I turn 16, that's it. <laughs> it's clip. Like I'm not going to she and she told me she's like, all right, when you turn 16, is that you? I was probably about 12, 13 at the time. I'm like, yo, I can't wait. Once 16 came, she gave me the decision I could stop going. Hmm. I stopped going. Cause I never I never caught a it never was relatable to me. I know I had family, people I loved there, but I didn't catch a bond with it. Like even the I don't know if you ever go to church, you ever been to church? Mm -hmm. You know, like the Holy Ghost and people yeah. shouting and all, all stuff. I could never do it. I felt like it was, wasn't for me. I remember, mm -hmm. I remember I tried a few times. Like, they was like, close your eyes and talk to God and, and he gonna take over your body. You gonna, I tried like three times. Like, yo, maybe it's just not, maybe this is not the place for me. Like, mm -hmm. I just like being outside in the streets and shit. Like, it wasn't really nobody's fault. Like, my mom and all like that. It's just decisions I made. Like, you feel me? Yeah. That's it. Have you tried going back since you're older now? Nah, like, I still got family to go to church. I, I went, uh, I went to a funeral recently at the, at the church, like, a couple weeks ago. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just in there just listening to like the band and shit play like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So when you're off the porch, man, did you have like any OGs out there, any big homies, or was you kind of just running around with other people your age and just kind of? I was oh no, I was always the youngest. I never really like I was always everybody I hung out with was at least a year older than me, a year older. Like I never really hung out with the kids my age or younger. I don't know why. I think it was just more fun. I I learned kind of quicker, more shit, hanging around with the older guys. It was just, I don't know, I didn't really like hanging out with guys. My, I did when I was like in elementary junior. Like once I started seeing the older guys and they caught a liking to me, I just started hanging around with them. Like that's just what it was. Yeah. Where I was just running around with them. I, you learn a lot doing that. Like Oh, absolutely, man. You learn a lot. You know, you the, little, you the youngest in the group, you littlest nigga, they, you getting beat up. They picking on you, doing, joking on you and shit. You got you to gotta go through that shit, you feel me? Like, Niggas fucking with you every day, like, damn, I gotta, you start fighting back. You start understanding, like, it's love. Like, they doing this shit out of love. And, like, you build, like, a brotherhood. That's, mm-hmm. like, yeah. that's, how, that's how it is. Man. What would you say was, like, one of the biggest lessons you learned while being out there then? Trust, man. You can't really, tr- that word is, like, get you killed for real. Mm-hmm. Trust, love, like, you gotta really, why? I seen people, I seen people, like, get killed by people that they trust. You feel me? So it's like, shit is tough out there for real. Yeah. For real. What's your thoughts on how social media has impacted the streets today? It seems like a completely different world than we're probably Social media kind of fucked the streets up. Absolutely, yeah. Social media fucked the streets up because it's like, the streets, you're supposed to do whatever you're doing and like, you're not supposed to be talking about it and shit like that. But social media gives like, people the right to think they're supposed to talk about the shit they do. Like, not just this Instagram shit, it's, it's, I kind of think it started on, I would say Facebook. I think it started with Facebook back in the day, because even when I was coming up, like the generation under, like my niggas that grew up like right under me, they was doing like the little Facebook shit back in the day. But they was younger though, they didn't really know better, riding around, posting on Facebook, riding through ops. It's like, uh, my little brother was doing that shit too. I was telling him, don't be doing that shit corny, like you riding through your ops block on, on recording, bro, like what you really about to do? Yeah. You, know, you feel me? Like, but that shit that they do, for me, that's the internet, that shit kind of bad. Yeah. I never really understood it. Yeah, it's like that cloud shit just be so yeah, addicted to addicted, them. It's, yeah, like, it's, a, it's like addicted to them as they feel like, especially when you got nothing going on. If you a nigga in the hood, you ain't got no money, you ain't got no motion. It's like, damn, all I could do is go on the gram and talk about, if I know I can get some attention about talking about this nigga dead or talk about this shit, saying I did, I'm gonna do this and do that. That's what I'm gonna do until I yeah. get to where I need to get. The niggas going, cause they ain't got no other motion. There's nothing else for them to do. They can't go on the gram, talk some money. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Shit, they can't go on the gram with some holes, some fire holes and do this like, oh fuck, I'm gonna just go on the gram and be a gangster and just talk shit to niggas. Yeah, and it seems like once they get that little bit of attention, it's like, all right, what can I do to keep getting this attention? And yeah. it just gets worse and worse and worse. And the sad part, some of these kids is really like that. They really out here doing shit, but you on the internet talking about it, doing all that, and make it, it's just backwards, bro. It's like, yeah, they ain't, ain't really got no OGs either. Like, they ain't really nobody to look up to and to tell them, tell them nothing. Yeah. So I try to like, 
At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I hang it the same way I was, I was when I was younger, running around with the older niggas. I try to keep a couple young niggas with me that I could show them better. Like, you ain't got to be doing all that dumb shit. Like, yeah. every time they do something, I call them, yo, that was stupid. Why would you do that? Because other niggas ain't got older niggas that's going to call them and tell them that. So exactly, I got a couple yeah. young niggas I could call, yo, that was stupid, bro. Take that down. Don't do that. Uh, uh. Come fuck with me over here. Pull up to the stoop. Come do it. We're going to go to the club. Come do this. Uh, uh. Come pick them up. Yo, come get in the car. We're going to ride around. We're going to go do get some food. Just to show them different shit. Like, mm-hmm. being in the hood all day, this is a big distraction. And, and, and niggas get comfortable being in the hood, being broke. If you broke, and there's 20 niggas over here that's broke, you go stand over there, you're going to feel like there's nothing wrong. We all broke. What's the big deal? We broke. But when you go around some niggas that got money and you don't nigga that's broke, you're going to feel a certain, you're going to feel a certain type of way. Like, no, I got I to gotta give my shit up. I can't be yeah. living like this. I got to step it up. That's why you got to bring certain niggas around you that's going to feed off the hunger and go get right. Some niggas ain't, some niggas going to hate. Some niggas, you bring niggas around, they might not, they might not get motivated. They might be like, I want to take, I want to, I want to rob this nigga. I'm going to go, I'm going to line them up, back door. Some niggas you bring around, they're going to feed off the energy and they're going to get right. You just got to know what niggas to bring around. Nah, that's real, man. So, yeah, I salute you for even, like, you know, reaching out to the youngins and kind of telling them that because, like you said, it's a very lack of uh, OG's, uh, you know, guidance out here these yeah. days, man. A lot of shorties crashing out over nothing. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, like not to, I don't really like to speak about certain shit like, like that, but before the cake flock shit, when he got locked up and shit, I hollered at him on Instagram, like, yo, you got to stay focused out here, bro. Like, these niggas want to see you fuck up. Yeah. You out here, you a high head, you doing, you got to chill, bro. You can't let them put you in the heat. Like, yo, I, I know, I already know I'm going to be focused. And then that shit happened. It's like, I could tell he ain't, he ain't really have that in his ear. Like, yo, chill, you bugging. Go back in the crib or whatever the case may be. Like, shit fucked up, fam. Yeah. Especially once you reach that certain popularity, it's like you got that target on your back from everyone, from, you know, people that are just hating on you, and especially the police, man. They just looking for anything to get you. And then this shit, this shit way different now. Like, a nigga go to jail for something, niggas are laugh. Like, the ops, I ain't going to laugh at, I don't give a fuck if you my op, you go to jail for something. I'm not laughing because you went to jail, but I'd rather see you dead than go to, you still alive, bro. Like, you still can come home. I'm not laughing at that, like, Niggas go to, you post, niggas, niggas go to, you, you see academics posting, niggas go to jail, you go to the comments, bunch of op niggas laughing, ah, uh, like, how is that gangster, bro? Like, the internet yeah. just makes shit, bro, shit just fucked up out here, bro, for yeah. real, like, shit is fucked up, bro. Yeah, the sad part is, it just seems like, it's gonna get worse and worse before yeah, it gets fact. better, man. Unless the OGs come and grab these young niggas up and show them the way, man, but a lot of niggas don't give a fuck. Yeah. So it is what it is. I feel that, man. Did you look at it, music as a way to get out of the streets, as a way to do something more positive than what you were doing? Or? Yeah, when they first, it was just something to do, like therapeutic. It was just something. I was writing this shit when I was younger until I realized I was good at it. <laughs> it's like, hold on, I might get the fuck out of here with this shit. But I was doing this shit since I was a kid, just writing battle shit, like regular shit in the hood. I had to take it serious when 
when Booyah came around, I'm like, yo, this might be this might be the time to really take this shit serious. Like, and I just did. Nah, absolutely, yeah. man. I always wanted to know what's your creative process like, because you know you, your bars, your lyrics are top notch. Do you write, or is some of this shit just like, off the top, man? I feel like I feel like now at this point it's like riding a bike, so I really don't have to like write how I used to. And it's like I'm kind of still writing. I don't want to make it seem like I'm doing it. Just freestyle. I can't I, I can't freestyle. I can't just go in and just say anything and do it in five minutes. I'm not really. I need about 20, 30 minutes at least. Yeah, it's full verse right. because like. I gotta still think, bro. I gotta say some shit that's going, cause I'm, I'm not a melody type of guy. So you know, you do the certain melody, you can get away with saying <laughs> shit that's not that crazy. Yeah, cause people just gonna vibe out yeah. to it. When the melody hit, it's like, it don't really matter. My shit, I gotta hit, cause my shit is like lyrics. I gotta hit, so it's like, yeah, it's like, I write in my head, I'll say a bar. If I'm in the studio, I'll say a bar, record it. Think, another minute. Say another ball. It's like it's the same thing as writing. Yeah. Cause if I'm just saying, not actually writing, yeah, it I'm just not writing. It. I'm just putting it in my head and I'm saying it as soon as I think of it. But if I was in a crib or something, I'd be writing it down. Since I'm already here, I'm not gonna. I'm. That's that's my process. I don't really write in the studio. I like to just off the vibe. Yeah, and I think that what makes uh, you and Boogie like mm. the perfect combo. It's like you guys complement each other so well, man. Mm. So what's that chemistry like when you guys are in the studio together? I don't know, we ain't really do shit like that in a minute. You know, he been doing his thing, I do my thing, that's a little bro. But we we just been focused on our own path. Yeah. We gonna meet again. Nah, definitely, bro. <laughs> yeah. So what's your thoughts on the music scene in Bronx right now and this new research? It's on fire, bro, I love it. I just don't want these niggas to crash, bro. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want two, three years, five years from that niggas be like, yo, remember the, remember the drill wave? Them niggas could've so did this. they so young too, yeah. They could've did this, but they all died, they only did like, that shit gonna suck, bro. Like, that's gonna suck for real. Yeah. Like, some of them, somebody gotta make it. <laughs> like they, they all on. They a lot of niggas on the rise, but you could be on the rise and fall too. But I definitely want to see a few of them niggas like make it, make it for real. Like I, will, I don't want to see niggas crash out. Like I got a lot of love for them. Niggas. Yeah, yeah. I noticed you've always been big on like embracing the new yeah. generation that's yeah. coming up too, man. Like. Was that important to you when you made it in the game? Like, all right, I'm, I'm definitely going to show love to everyone. It never was current. something I thought about, but it just genuine. That's just the first type of person I am. So, like, if I see some shit that's hard, I'm going to fuck. Like, especially if you from the town or you from the borough, so I'm going to do what I got to do. Follow, post it, comment, whatever. Like, just regular shit. Yeah. Showing love. It don't hurt support. Some niggas just don't some niggas be scared. Some niggas be scared to support a nigga. Like, hmm. shit don't hurt, bro. Yeah, and it don't cost nothing, man. It don't cost nothing. It ain't going to hurt you. Yeah, if yeah. anything, you uplift and someone's exactly. going to, you know, it gives you good karma, man. Like, you're yeah. going to get some good blessings out of that, man. I don't look at it like I, don't look at it like I want something back. I just, just what I do. I, don't, I just do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, how proud are you of what you were able to do for the Bronx movement, man? Kind of just, like, open up these doors because... You know, it was wild before since Brock's had a nice movement before you yeah. and Boogie kind of came. Me, before me and Boogie, we had like it was French, bro. Like yeah, French came out when I was younger. <laughs> that was like ten years before you guys. Like, I was listening to French when I was in the hood and shit. So it was like after him, nothing really came. If I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. I don't know if I forgot somebody, but on the top of my head, bro, ain't nothing come since French, bro. Hmm. And then Boogie came, and then shit started rolling like. Every year is like something from the Bronx. Boogie, Cardi, the other little nigga. Now the drill shit. Yeah. 
was it easy transition for you going from being just like a battle rapper into making these songs, into making hits like that? Yeah, I had to. It took a, it took a while. I remember, I remember, I remember 2014, 2014, 2015. I was in the studio just trying to like trying to find out like how the fuck to make a song. <laughs> like, like I knew how to make songs, certain songs. I was in the jungle, but it's like, now the sound has changed. It's like, how do I make a song on these trap beats, on these hard, like, how do I find my flow? Shit? 2014, 2015, I, like 2016 is when it's like, all right, I think I yeah, got it. Yeah, you found your pocket yeah, there. Like, I think I got it. Cause 2014, it was like, niggas wasn't really jacking it. 2014 is when Boogie came back. He had a song called Temporary, some shit. That was like buzzing in the hood and shit. So I, 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 was, I started recording this shit around the same time. But I couldn't find a, like a hard song, bro. It was like, I always had bars and shit, but it was like, and then I'm bringing, I'm a nigga that's gonna bring the guys to the student, like, yo, how y'all feel about this? I'm not, like, I wanna hear what the fuck y'all niggas think about this shit. And niggas like, yo, this ain't it, bro. You gotta turn us up, like, I used to make a lot of, that's the thing, I used, to, I used to make good songs, but it used to be a lot of slow pain type shit, like just talking about the hood, niggas being broke, just hood pain shit, like, on some. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My style's PJ the Kiss type shit, like, you feel me? Like, that was my, that was my favorite nigga, so. But I'm chilling around young niggas that's getting money. So they ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah, like, they bro, don't want to hear that. We ain't broke, bro. Like, we ain't trying to hear that struggling shit, bro. We, we in the club. We popping bottles. We fucking with these hoes. We, we got jewelry and shit. Like, make some shit for us. So it's like, that was kind of like, all right, bet. I got to make some shit that's going to have these niggas turned up in the spot. And like, I was just working on it. And then I think Game Winners was, Game Winners was the one. Game Winners was the one. I'm like, yo, I got to make some shit. For the trenches, for the streets, like right now, the shit that's going on right now. And then I don't know if you heard Game One. That's like a like a, a underground song me and Boogie did. That's like our first Game One. Is like our first song that kind of buzzed in the buzzed in the city. Okay. Before like Bag on Me and Bando and shit like that. Yeah. We never we never we never promoted um, Game One or nothing like that because I was kind of talking real, talking kind of crazy in, in the song. <laughs> And the people around me was like, yo, we don't want to shoot no video to this. We ne- I never performed the song, never shot a video for it. That's it. I don't even know if I posted on my Instagram. I don't know. But, but people just were without. fucking with it. People, yeah. Like, everybody fuck with it. Like, we didn't want to promote it because niggas was just nervous at the time. Yeah. But that was like the song that got my, I'm like, all right, bet. Oh, shit, the fuck? Yeah. My fault. I don't know what was that about. Yeah. Yeah, that was about it. Game winners, game winners was the one where I got my. I'm like, all right, I could. I'm hard, right? I'm hard. Pause. I'm hard though. I'm, my shit, my shit tough. Yeah, because there's always that stigma that these battle rap, like even the most famous battle rappers today, can't make a good, and can't make a hit, can't make a thing, song. Another thing, a lot of my friends didn't, they didn't want me to battle. Like I was, I was decent at it. I was, I wasn't trying. I was good, but they ain't really like that shit. They like, yo, all my friends don't like battle. I got about four friends that watch battle rap as much as I do. Like, heavily, we know what's going on. So I got a lot of, a lot of people I'm around. Only four people I'm with really know what's going on with battle. So it's like, oh, other friends, I'm telling you, I got battle rap. It's like, like, I ain't going to that shit. Like, care, huh? <laughs> like, 
you got a battle, like, why you going to battle? Go to the studio, make a song. That's the nigga, go make a, go make a fucking song. Why you making a battle? I'm like, yo, bro, I'm nice, bro. I'm, I'm going to battle with nigga. Like, this, this is what I'm doing until I get my foot in the door. And that's what I, I stopped doing it. My last, my last battle probably was 2014, 2013. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, yo, fuck it. I'm just locking in the studio. I just locked in and then. Shit worked out for you, man. Can't really complain about that. So once your music starts popping off, is it um, is an easy adjustment, you know, kind of going into fame like that to where people are recognizing you outside and shit? Nah, because I'm a nigga that like to go outside. Like I had to, you see, you see what, what I'm doing right now? How I came here right now? Dolo. I came here by myself. This is how I really like to move. Like, I don't really, I know I understand niggas, you gotta call 20 niggas. I don't like waiting on people, bro. Like if I got, if I want to go shopping, and I'm calling nigga, yo, I'm about to go call me the mall. He be like, yo, wait, give me an hour. I'm going to the mall, bro. Like, and I, that's when I realized, like, yo, I got, I can't move like that. I remember the first time I realized it, like, yo, I'm wildin'. I went to Flight Club to go get some sneakers and shit by myself, regular shit. I don't know if I had a, I think I was in an Uber, bro. I didn't even have a car. Hopped out the Uber. A bunch of niggas, yo, duh. I ain't gonna lie, I froze up thinking these ops. I just see Yeah, a, you don't know. I see cars, I see like three cars. One nigga pulling up on me, I see three cars, niggas hopping up. I'm like, oh, it's over. They got me. <laughs> they pull up on me taking pictures taking and shit. Pictures. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, I'm bugging right now. That was, that's it, bro, I can't be doing this, bro. Something gonna happen to me. I don't keep moving around like this. Like, I still, sometimes I still, you might catch me moving around by myself, but I'm more structured, I'm more, I know where to go by myself, I know where not to go. I know how to go somewhere by myself and how not to go with, like, you feel me? Yeah, no, that's important, yeah. man, because I always feel like when you first hit that startup, it's kind of like a shock to you because you don't realize how many people fuck with you yeah, when you I step out there. You, like, don't know until it happens. you don't know, you're not going to know until it happens. Like, yeah. The internet is cool, you might see people fuck with you, but outside is a different thing. Like, you go outside and people running up on your shit is like, oh, shit. Yeah. I ain't even know it was like that, like, you feel me? And I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm only I'm only lit in like the Bronx, Flight Club is in Manhattan, yeah. Soho. It's like I'm not thinking niggas is about to be running up on me in Soho. So it's like, damn, I gotta, I can't move like this right now. That's when I kind of figured it out. Yeah. And how did you deal with the love and the hate online? Did were you even concerned like reading comments or stuff like that? I got the most hate online when I first. See, you don't even know. I got killed for about a week straight. Over what? On Facebook. When I first. Cause then nobody knew, see this story is funny. I don't know, this is like a New York, you probably gotta be from New York or like somewhere around there to know what was really happening. Like Boogie, Boogie dropped, Boogie was buzzing in the town. He dropped his mixtape, the artist shit. Then he came back. I didn't, I, I was a nobody. I didn't have a buzz, I didn't have a song out. We probably had the game when the song I was telling yeah. you about. That was probably out, niggas was fucking with it in the hood, whatever. So everybody in my hood is telling, yo, we gotta do a mixtape. You and Boogie gotta do a mixtape, do a mixtape. Like, like telling Boogie, yo, help me bring my shit up, give me, give me, give me more exposure. But I'm a, I'm clear, I'm a nobody. Like, I don't have a video out. I don't have nothing. Nobody know how I look, nothing. So Boogie go on Facebook announce, yo, I'm dropping a mixtape this day. He don't say with you. With Don, he don't say he just say, I'm dropping a mixtape. He drops the mixtape. I'm on damn near every song. They go crazy. Who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> this nigga is God. Uh, they find out I don't got no video now, so they they trying to find out who I am. Like, yo, how he look? Uh, uh. 
They find out who I am. Yo, this him right here. They find my Facebook. They start going to my uh, my um my um, messaging shit. Yo, why the fuck you on, you messed the mixtape up? Uh, uh, it's like it was like a whole big thing like on Facebook, like a, like a real big argument. Like people defending me, people that I don't know none of these people. They just like, nah, you bugger darn nice. Nah, that nigga try. I'm, I'm reading all this shit. Like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like for a week straight, they bomb. They making memes of me. Like it's bad, bro. <laughs> it's horrible. bad. Like they going. Niggas in my DM threatening me, yo, I fucking hate you, uh, why the fuck you fucked the mixtape up? I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do something. That's when the Hot 97 shit came. Okay, yeah. I said, yo, these niggas is playing with me like that. I said, I said, all right. So that was kind of like, it just burnt, it just made me like, yo, niggas is playing. I never went through this before, like, especially when you like a nigga that's nice in your hood, you never, I never heard a nigga tell me I was whack. Like, Probably before I was confident, but once I got my confidence up, I never heard a nigga be like, yo, that nigga's trash. Like, you might not like it, but you're not gonna say I'm trash. So now I'm seeing niggas like, yo, this nigga's trash, niggas. I'm like, yo, niggas is playing with me like that, yo. And then Boogie like, I gotta go to Hot 97, pull up. And once he said that, I said, all right, I got some. <laughs> I got some. I had that, them raps I had Hot 97, I had them shits for about two years. Really? For about two years, I had yeah, them. Rap- yeah. That's why I came out so fluently. Like, it was just easy. I had them shits ready. I've been rapping them raps for two years already. Like, my man Eli, I've been going to his crib, practicing with him. Like, he putting on beats in his crib. We going over these raps. So he, the raps I spent on Hot 97, he knew them shits probably line for line. <laughs> like, for real. Like, he heard all them shits already. Like, for real. Do you feel like that's when you make your best music? It's like when your back is against the wall when you got something to prove then, or? I feel like everybody do. I feel like... I don't know, some people fold under the pressure, you know? Yeah, but I feel like you should. Cause it's like, think about it. When, you, when everybody, if everybody telling you good, yo, he's the best, he's the best. Nobody can mess with him. Where your hunger come well, How you gonna be hungry? You gonna, after a while you gonna kick your feet up. Like, I'm better than everybody, I'm kicking my feet up. You gotta look for, I heard, I heard LeBron say it one time. That's when I knew like, it's real, like LeBron, he's, Damn near the GOAT of basketball. Everybody know he's the greatest. He said he does, he goes in the arena, he looks for one person that doesn't like him. He look, he literally, he said he looks around in the crowd for one person to say, fuck you, or I hate LeBron. And then he- Just like channels Yeah, it's like, all right, but I needed that. Like sometimes you need somebody to tell you, you ain't shit. <laughs> like you ain't, you ain't that. So, cause like, if everybody just pounding your back, yeah, you good, you good. You ain't really motivated no more. It's like, I'm good. A lot of, that's how, I, when I hear a lot of rappers that I, I used to like, or now I sound I used to like, not Parliament, that I used to grow up listening to, or whatever the case may be, I, they get a certain kind of fame, they not as good as they used, they not as good as they was when they first came up. Mm. Not that, sometimes it be label shit, but I'm talking about just the music period, not about no label shit, none of the music, the art, the, the lyrics, the whatever you want to, it just don't be the same. Like niggas don't be as, as good as they was when they first, before they had the fame. Yeah. So like that shit. You think they just get like too complacent? Like yeah. they too comfortable? Like yeah, they don't have that fire? It's just like, too, it's time rich, man. I yeah. can say what I want. That's a fact. That's a, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. You know, you know what rapper I feel like went through that phase? I feel like when. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. 
Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Wayne went through that phase out of town. Because Wayne was the nigga that was like, he saying the craziest yeah. shit. In, like, fuck the, I know he did the hit records. I'm talking about rapping. Like, he used to say the craziest shit, metaphors, like, and then after a while, he just was saying anything. It's like, I used to listen to shit like, what? You said that? Like, this nigga's a nigga that could say, the, you said that? I could tell he just in the studio, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they gonna listen to it anyway. I'm gonna just say anything. Like, so you would get like that when you get a certain kind of fame or kind of notoriety. So how do you not fall into, you know? I don't know, bro. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I think about shit like that, like, yo, I don't even know if I'm there. That's mm-hmm. the scary part. You might not even know if you're doing it. That's true. You yeah. don't know until somebody probably tell you. So I try to, like, it scared me sometimes when, some, when somebody hits somebody, be like, I need that old dog. I get scared sometimes, like, what you mean you need that? Like, what, what, what I'm doing wrong? Like, what I'm doing different? Like, I'm doing something that I, I, my, my shit died. I'm, I ain't really that hungry no more. I heard, I heard a nigga say, my man told me one time, like, yo, you don't be, you don't be, uh, you don't be barking at the mic no more. Like, the, en- like the energy, not the bars and shit, the, the uh, like the, it's like, yo, you be, like, laid back. Like, I'm a laid back nigga, like, you see I'm chilling, but certain song shit, I gotta bring the energy. It's like, yo, you don't do that no more. You don't be yelling and shit no more. It's like, word, I don't. <laughs> then I go back and listen to shit. I listen to unreleased shit, be like, yo, I do a lot of songs over too. Like, I do a song. I listen to it a week later and be like, yo, I don't like my energy. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't aggressive. I ain't too. It ain't. It ain't. Uh, what's the word? Not believable, but uh, damn, you don't feel it. There's no feeling into it. Like, the energy bring the feeling. Like a nick. Like, and then I just do it over and bring the energy. Sometimes, like, but I hate that I had to do that. Like, I never had to do that before. I never had to do a song over because my energy wasn't there. Why the fuck is my energy not there? Am I too calm? Am I too relaxed? I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I kinda, I keep people around me and I, I tell them, yo, how you feel about this? Do I feel like I was, I was on my shit or I need to go back in and do it all? Like, you gotta keep people like that. I don't like people be trying to, one thing about rappers too, like, I'm gonna say this. If you came in the game, damn, I'm trying to find a way to say this shit. All right, with us, like with us. We came, we started in, we started with everybody in the studio. We making a song, the whole gang in there. We playing this shit, niggas gonna say, yo, this shit whack, this shit hard. Don't get to a certain kind of fame, be like, yo, I ain't bringing my niggas in the studio right now. I'm gonna have a whole bunch of other niggas in the studio right now that I don't, that just wanna be around me because I'm lit. Gonna say anything is fire, anything I say is fire. I can say the whackest shit in the world. Yo, that shit hard, that shit hard. Just cause they don't wanna tell you the truth. And keep the niggas right that's gonna tell you the truth. Cause then that's when your shit die down until you keep the niggas around you that ain't gonna tell you what's really going on, your shit really hard. They don't wanna hurt your feelings. Yeah. I keep niggas around me that ain't gonna give a fuck about that shit. I, I keep niggas around me that's gonna tell me, yo, that shit was trash. Do that, you know, fuck the song. Do a whole new song, put another beat up. That's the type of niggas I keep around me. Like, not no niggas that's gonna be sitting around. I hate a nigga. I, had to, I remember I had to bark on my man one time, like, I did a freestyle with some shit. I forgot what song I did. And he was there, and he was chilling, we smoking and shit. And he went to the hood and told niggas I did a whack. He was like, oh, that shit was kind of, I'm like, he said that? He didn't tell me that? 
Oh, I call my yo, bro, why the fuck you ain't tell me the shit was whack? You tell niggas that shit was whack, like, like nah. It's like, bro, tell me my shit was whack, bro, like, so I can go do it. Don't fucking tell other niggas the shit was whack. Tell me the shit was whack so I can know it and do it over. Like, I don't, I tell even engineers, like, I'll tell engineer, yo, you don't like this shit, tell me you don't like it. You don't gotta just record me, bro. Tell me you don't like it so I can do it over or do another song, like, yo, this shit ain't, it ain't hitting. Yeah. I like engineers that give me, I don't like engineers that sit there and press the button. Press the button, press the button. Nah, tell me, yo, do that over, do this line over. Yo, I don't like the way that sound. You should do that with more energy. You should calm that down, say this a little more clearer. Mm-hmm. That's the engineers I bond with. I don't like engineers that just press buttons. I hate them niggas. I hate them niggas with a passion. I hate them niggas, I hate them. Yeah. They just get paid for none. Yeah, it's interesting to say that you go back and re-record songs, because I think you're the first artist to ever say that on the porch, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people do it, though. Yeah. I've seen, I seen artists do it a lot of times. Hmm. That's what kind of made, made me feel like it was okay to do it. Cause I seen a bigger artist do it. I've been in the studio with a, I don't wanna say, that's not a bad bad thing, but I just don't wanna say something right now. Yeah. And I seen him playing his song and be like, yo, let me do this over. And I'm like, oh, all right, that's something you can do over. And like he just switched, he just switched her energy, switched her melodies. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm gonna do that with certain shit. Like, cause I'm putting out shit and I'm like, yo, I could've did that better. I could've did this line better. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we know you took a, uh like three years in between albums, man. And I understand like, you know, your daughter's mother, she had gotten real sick or she yeah. was fighting cancer. Yeah. So uh, w- was your inspiration just not there? Like, wh- It just was too much on my mind at the time. Like, I couldn't focus. Like it was that, label shit. Just was everything at one time was like, yo, what the fuck, bro? I'm panicking right now. Like, I couldn't focus, bro. Like, I ain't know what kind of music to make. I started. I, I knew. I knew. I was. I knew. I was depressed. I knew. I was depressed because I started going to and making depressed music. I started just trying shit. Like I ain't even rapping hard no more. That's that's when the shit. I think that's when it started. I started losing my aggression in the studio. I started just rapping like kind of soft and shit. Like I was just depressed. That's when it started. Yeah. That's definitely when it started. Was it therapeutic at least, kind of making songs like that to where you could at least vent in some type of way? Or was it making you even more depressed? Like, what the fuck am I making? I thought it was making me feel better, but when I go back to it, I'm like, yo, this shit was terrible. Like, what am I, what was I doing? I could have just been doing, doing my thing. But, you know, then I had to, I had, that's why I had to come back to New York. Like, I got to come back and, and find, find it. I had to, I got to come back and see how the, how the people feel about me, how to, What's going on? And then, you know, pick it back up from there. Yeah, no, I feel that. So how would you explain, like, your growth as an artist, you know, from 2014 when you first started making real songs up until today, man, here in 2022? Just more, more smarter, just learning, learning more about the, the art. I study a lot of shit. Like, I watch a lot of documentaries and shit about, like, the OGs and shit. I'm just a student, bro. You gotta be a student. I learned, I just learned how to be a student of this shit. That's how you last in this shit, be a student. Nah, for right. real. Um, I know you interviewed with DJ K Slayer a couple times, man. Yeah. Uh, what was your relationship like with him, man? He was cool. We didn't have a close relationship, but every time I see him, it was always love. He called me for a verse. It's hard to say no to somebody like K Slayer, yeah. you know? Like, it's like an uncle, in the, it's like an uncle. Yo, I need, I need $20. It's like, ah. Uh, here, bro, I don't even want to give it to you, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> he's like, it's like, you got to give it to him, bro. He called you for a verse, give it to him. Yeah. No, no explanation. I got you, man. So you got a new project in the works? Yeah, for sure. 
Got a title you can reveal or? Coleon, man. We're going okay. Coleon on the Don Coleon. Hmm. Taking it back to this mafia shit from the high started Don season. Hmm. What type of vibe should, you know, your fans expect to hear from you? You talking that shit, man. You back talking that shit. I'm good, you know. I'm in a good spirit, good space. Comfortable. Yeah. Not comfortable as in chilling comfortable, but comfortable as in my work. I'm good. You know, I know my shit hard. Yeah. Have you been working with any other features lately? Yeah, hell yeah. The last tape I put out, I ain't put no features on it on purpose. Yeah, I think you just had Be Love on there, right? Yeah, I had Be Love. That was just like some Bronx, like showing love shit. But other than that, I ain't want to put no like big rappers on it because I ain't put out nothing in so long. It's like I just want to see if people going to like my shit without nobody. I don't want nobody to carry me on a song or something like that. So like, but now I got that out the way. It's like, right, I'm touching features and shit. I, I got uh, 42 Doug. Okay. I got Icewear, Vezo. I got Boogie, of course, Herbo, and who else? I got Dream Doll. Uh, I know you fuck with the South. Anyone from uh from down here? From the A, I don't got nobody on my on the A for my tape. I said Doug already. I said Forty Two. Mm-hmm. He from Detroit though. I got yeah, I got two Detroit niggas, Forty Two and Vezo. I got Doughboy. He from Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I don't oh, got I no that's gonna be hard. I don't got no you and Doughboy? Huh? You and Doughboy? That's yeah, gonna be yeah, hard yeah. right there. I fuck with Doughboy. Uh, Rowdy. Rowdy Rebel. Okay. I got some sure Rowdy. Got a lot of fire, man. Well, a lot sure, of firepower. What about producer-wise who you've been working with on this project? Uh, Chuck, Taylor, Dizzy. Um, mm-mm. Damn, what's the nigga name? I always forget the tag. <laughs> Damn, son. My fault, bro. Got your name. Mm. I'll be my memory shot, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, you good. A lot of niggas don't be knowing their name, bro. I'll be fucking with them. I'll be, I'll just be knowing the tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the tag when I hit a tag. Like, damn, bro. My fault, bro. I'll just be high and shit, man. All right, so how much longer fans going to wait up for the album? Going to drop this summer or? You said what, bro? For the project to drop. Oh, nah, we, real soon, real soon. We, it's already done and all that. We're just waiting on how we're going to drop it. Okay. Just want to put it out the right, right way. Yeah. It's already, like, it's done. All right, so what has being a father taught you about life these past few years, man? My daughter, 12, so I've been a father for a while. Like, it gave me something to want to go hard for. Like, you know, it'd be times, like, when I was younger, it was like, I feel like I ain't really got no, nothing going, no reason to go do something. It's like, nah, I gotta, I gotta make sure my daughter good. Mm-hmm. That was like an extra push, like, nah, I gotta make sure, I gotta make sure she got this, I gotta make sure she got that. I can't have her out here looking crazy. I gotta go, I gotta go do something. Like, you feel me? That helped me give me another extra push. Still to this day, like, still I gotta make sure she good, she getting older. Yeah. College soon, whatever she chooses to do after that, I gotta make sure she ain't out here struggling, whatever. Just looking for a nigga to help. Like half of these hoes out here looking for a nigga to help. Can't have her like that. No, you can't know? have her out there like that, right. man. Yeah. I think being a girl dad is it's lit, man. That's a dope. Definitely changes perspective on life, too, man. It gives you more respect towards women, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I'm a nigga like, 
You know how it is, like, bitches, bitches, hoes, hoes, like, <laughs> it gives me another look, like, you can't just say bitches, hoes all the time, like, when you got a daughter. Mm -hmm. mm. Not for real. Uh, what's some advice you would share to the youth uh, coming up right now, Don? <sighs> don't chase the clout too much, man. You know, clout is something we all need, we all want it to get where we need to go, but do it the right way and the smart way, man. Don't crash out for the clout. Don't crash for the clout. That's 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 the line right. That's the caption right there. Don't crash for the don't crash for the clout. Nah, that's real shit right there. Sure. Um, so we know the album's coming up. Anything else you could share coming up 2022? Big moves, man. Highbridge the label. We got a lot of shit going. We got heavy records. A lot of young niggas on there. We doing that for the young niggas and shit. Booba Savage, Lil Reek, Wody. I'll be I'm smacked, bro. Trying to think of what I forgot somebody. I'm just gonna shout out everybody. That's not they not even the team, but they from they doing anything. Shy K, I know y'all know Shy K, B Love, all that shit. It's all like the same shit. We all it's all the same shit. From everybody in the Bronx doing their thing. Everybody in the town. Regular shit, man. We here. Chanel to say that, your hair and your nails, I pay that I love how you come with your own, but if you wanna get spoiled, then say that The streets never care if I sold Everybody loves McDonald's fries So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home Um, but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba -ba -ba.